0: In our topic, we we said we means the the church. Again, okay. the church in depth means a gathering of a type of people. So the church, like I said before, it's not just anyone. It's not. You remember here, we discussed that. We said, it is a type of people who live life in Christ through the Holy Spirit, manifesting the character and glory of God. Not religious or institutionalized people, but born again people. So if you are not born again, you are not part of the church. And that is not judging you. That is simply saying, Unless you are born again, you'll never see the kingdom of God. You remember that? Romans chapter 8, verse 9, we read that. And we said, seated implies the position of the finished work of the cross. That we are not standing or trying to move around, panicking. We are in a position of control, and we should see ourselves that way. When you lack peace... You are in a panic mode. When you are a child of God, you are not supposed to be in a panic mode. You are supposed to be in a steadfast mode. Be aware that although things are tough, I'm winning. We are always on the winning side. Even if we get injured and wounded, wounds, remember, don't mean defeat. It means you were in a battle. We spoke about the fact that when we say Christ, we are talking about the anointed one or the one in whom the spirit of God lives without limitations. You know that song that says the spirit without measure? The body of Christ is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit without measure. Mayo udula <laughs> So when we say seated with Christ, we are aware that we are sitting in a position where the anointing to achieve what we need to achieve is available to us. The power is available. Heavenly realms, the area of celestial existence or spiritual existence. But remember, in the heavenlies, that's where things happen. And so if you don't have control of the heavenly realm of your life, you have no control over your life. If the devil controls the spiritual atmosphere of your life, you are in danger. As a child of God, you are supposed to control the spiritual atmosphere. In other words, you must be able to say, I'm not scared of witches and wizards. Why? Because... which craft happens in the heavenly realms? Are you following? And who has more power in the heavenly realm? Us. And in God, when we say in God, we are talking about the supreme place of unparalleled power and authority. there's no power beyond that. If God be for us, who can be You know why? Because nothing is impossible with God. And all things are possible to him who is in God and believes. Are you following? So the arena of impossibility is a measure of the closeness we are to God. Who impossible or high possible, or how far from God. So we read Colossians 3, 1 to 4 where we are Sitting. We've been sitting here for how long now? I don't know. Since then you have been raised with Christ. I have underlined certain words so that you you remember what those words mean. You have been raised with Christ means you you died at one point. You remember. Set your heart on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Now, remember we said, All of us, because we have God, inside of us we have the glory of God. But we have not received the glorification yet. Glorification is when we completely become like Jesus. Body, everything. But inside we have what? Glory. We are transformed from glory to glory. Are you still with us? A born-again person, therefore, would have gone through different phases of life and death. Remember we said when you are living here, you lived somewhere before you came to earth. When you leave earth, you are going to live somewhere else. There is a child of God because of the death he died to sin. Remember, we died to God in Adam again. And then when we got born again, we died to sin. Because of that death to sin with Christ and the life now in Christ that we live in principle. And I want you to understand this. I'll, I'll explain it in full when we get to that point in principle and practice you are supposed to live a crucified and a resurrected life you died you were crucified you understand but again you were resurrected let's just read a few verses that talk about that and let me explain I want to explain today today we are just let's look at the life of What it means? What am I crucified to? Galatians 2.20. Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh. The life that I, who's the I? Now live in the, what is he saying? He's saying The flesh is where I live, not who I am. The life that I now live in the flesh, I am a spirit man. Remember, I was born again. But as a new being, I'm living in an old house. Are you following This old house is called the body or the flesh. But as I live, I cannot live by the flesh. I only live in the flesh. That's where I stay. Galatians 5.24 So let's look at it. I was crucified. How do you understand the life, a crucified life? It means, number one, I lived in the flesh. I was in the flesh. I was the old man. But when I came into Christ, I was crucified. So I went down into the grave with Christ. As I died with Christ, I belong to Christ. And it says, therefore, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Remember, the flesh is the old man. Again, the old man is being deceived by his evil desires. So if I am crucified, this thing called the flesh, the the senses do not control me. Are you following? So I no longer live by sight because sight is the natural. But I am the supernatural, so I live by faith. Why? Why? This thing must be crucified. Which means, if a child of God says, I'm a Christian, must be able to say, this thing must be crucified. If you still live by the flesh, you don't have a revelation of who you are. Chapter 6, verse 14. But I will never bu- but be Fight be from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. By which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Do you see what's happening? I was crucified with Christ. Ne? When I was crucified with Christ, I started belonging to Christ. Therefore, I am crucified to the flesh. Also, I am crucified to the world. The contemporary English version says, I am dead to the world and the world is dead to me. What are we talking about the world? Remember 1 John chapter 2. Huri. If you love the world, the love of God is not in you. What is, when he says, I am crucified to the world, I am dead to the world, what is he talking about? What is in the world? The last of the flesh. The last of the eyes and the pride of... But you can tell, most people in the church are not crucified to the world. How do we know? Remember, when you come to testify, you reveal yourself. This is... I don't even know what... if it's a skin at all, what skin... This is alligator skin. <laughs> you see uh, this jersey, it can buy all your clothes and hosale change. <laughs> have you heard those? You have not. You are wonderful. You live in a very wonderful world where people don't brag about what they have and who they are. They are not dead to the. So they are not crucified to the world. Well. Somebody gets hit by a car because his eyes are following the scared. So clearly that person is not crucified today. Hey. And you see, the Bible says a wicked person winks with his eyes. How many of you know that? Oh uh, yeah. Told you. Leave the those things. Read the Bible. You will know. This one is with his wife. His eyes are supposed to be fixed on his wife. If they move from his wife, they must go to Jesus. If they move from Jesus to his wife. Isn't that what the Bible says? A married man is concerned about how to please his wife. But an unmarried person must have his eyes fixed only on Jesus. So when you move your eyes from Jesus, move them to your wife, from your wife to Jesus, from Jesus to your wife. But he starts winking beyond his wife. And, uh this guy. Something is wrong there. Are you following? So you, you must understand, we must be crucified to the world. Unfortunately, you listen to the world too much. So nobody exists, that is a note there, nobody exists that never was before. That is, nothing is in the physical realm or the realm of the sin that was never in the spirit realm first. Hence, we need to consider our state in the spiritual realm before we, we came into the flesh. Before we were what we are, we were in Christ. A lot of people don't get born again because they think when they came to earth, that's when they started becoming. You were somewhere before you came to earth. You don't know. You remember uh, the, the, the story that, uh, the, the movie that JJ spoke about during the conference? How many of you have watched the movie, Coming to America? Wow. How many of you have watched coming to America? Whoa! Somebody stop me. <laughs> There's no point trying to tell the story to most of you. It's gonna take my time, which I don't have. But the long and short of it is that a prince moves from Zamunda to America. You remember? When he gets to America, he becomes He's looking for a job. He becomes a street kid, so to speak. You understand? So this person is a what? A prince from where he comes from. He comes to America. He becomes a street person. He works for something like a McDonald's. So the boss does not even like him. He falls in love with the boss's daughter. The, the boss does not like him because he doesn't have money. He loves this other charmer guy. You know, like you marry someone and they wish you were Denzel Washington. Something like that. When you are not married, start start Jima. Anyway, some of you don't know what I'm talking about. Ask the ladies, they'll tell you. As a husband, you can try and figure out from your wife, who did you wish? (laughs) Sosnega. Anyway, here's the point. The point is, so this guy is a nobody. In Zamunda, here, nobody. So he gets to live the life, he learns the language, you know, and he's he's with the aid. You know, khale I don't know if you know that language. So fuzia Sterling, this guy feels no, 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 no. The life that we live here is too low for who we are. So he phones home, he phones the father. The father says, What? He's working. My son cannot work. So the father comes to America. He's not at their flat. When the father comes, remember this guy, when he walks, there are ladies, beautiful ladies. Some of you can qualify there. (laughs) Beautiful ladies who just walk in front of him, throwing those petals. You know those flower petals. As they get there, they're looking for him. He's not there. He's now used to the world that is a low class. So now, the father is gone. When he comes back, he knows. My father was here. How does he know? The royal manifestations have left the ripple effect. The glory and the splendor of who he is, is chasing him now. When the father finds him, he's, he's not dirty. He's okay, like someone I see. <laughs> he has washed, but he does not look princely. You understand that? I don't see anyone who looks princely in here. You all are princes, you know that? And princesses from where you come from. Most of you don't know. That's why sometimes some of you look the way we look sometimes. So look what happens. The pharaoh says, give him a bath. What is he saying? Wash him with the royal things. Whenever you wash with soap, there they don't wash with soap. And you don't bath yourself. I'm sure you can imagine, eh? are the pedicure, the manicure, and now he's dressed in the kingly robes. They go to that make whatever. Let's call it McRonald. When they get there, guess what? The father of the lady figures out, "You are a prince, my prince." Guess now who does he want to marry his his daughter? Are are you following the story? That's you and I. So dumb about our origin. So engrossed with earth. You and I, we come from a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Whose father, the God of heaven and earth, is a consuming fire. But we're stuck here. With sinners going like, ah, si so so song. Are you following? So let's take you back to Zamunda, where we were before we came into these things. God's purpose for us, each and as a collective, was established in Christ and is now fulfilled in Christ through new birth. So before the faces that we spoke about is we were in Christ before the foundation. You remember? We called it phase one. Before time began, before anything, we said we were in Adam after the fall again. And then we are in Christ after being born again. And then finally we will be with God eternally, following our glorification. So let's look. Again, we are revising. This is not new stuff before when we were in zamunda god intended that we should be like him we read Ephesians 1 4 to 5 according as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy holy is the likeness of god right so therefore living an unholy life is being a hypocrite because you are you are living in america when in zamunda you are holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption, God wants us to be his children by Jesus Christ to himself. The, you can't be a child of God without Jesus, according to the good pleasure of his will. Secondly, God intended that we should have eternal life. We read that, Titus 1:2. In hope of eternal life which God, who cannot lie, promised before the world began or time began. Agree, we are not there yet. We are just seeing who we are in phase one in God. That we should have specific mandate or work to be done on earth. That is your purpose. Before you came to earth, God already decided what your purpose is. What must you do when you get to earth? Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should, what? Walk in them. For we are God's own handiwork created in Christ Jesus for good works which He predestined us to practice. We are not bonded. So we are still in Zamunda, we are not yet in America. We are still in Christ before there's anything. In Jeremiah 1:5 he says, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you." I appointed you a prophet to the nations. When? Before you were. So are you following that all of us, before we were born, we were called to be something and to do something? And that we, we should be blessed with all spiritual blessings. If we are not blessed, it's not because we were not blessed. Already in Christ we are blessed. Blessed. So when we walk on earth, we struggle. We must be asking ourselves, am I doing what I should be doing to access my blessings? And sometimes the blessing is in the cross. Carry cross. Sometimes that's how it comes. That Christ would die for us even before Adam sinned. Remember we said Jesus did not die for us when God discovered, yo, 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 there's a problem. No. Before the foundation. Revelation 13:8 says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the, of the world. First Peter tells us, in First Peter 1: 18 to20, it says, "You were rescued from the useless way of life that you learned from your ancestors." I like it when the Bible uses that language. E, your ancestors, that you are so proud about, have handed you a useless way of life. And today you want to hold on to it and you even want to take your children back. But the Bible says it's useless. But you know that you were not rescued by such things as silver or gold that don't last forever. You were rescued by the precious blood of Christ. That spotless and innocent lamb. Christ was chosen even before the world was created. Not because of you, he did not come. But because of you, he did not come until these days. When was he chosen? Before. When was he slain? Before. Are you still okay? God will help you. The grace for our salvation and godly life was already provided before we were born. You know when somebody's going through problems. You know my brother, I'm reminded of Paul. What's about Paul? Kare My God, take this stone from my flesh. And God says, my grace is sufficient for you. Oh, you know, when you go through problems, the grace of God comes. Listen, the grace of God came long before the problems came. When well, are you just don't know? The reason you don't know is because of what you read. Let's read the Bible for you. The Bible says, 2 Timothy 1, 8 to 10. Okay, let's start. 2 Timothy 1, 8 to 10 or 12. It says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, and not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace. Purpose, when were were we given purpose? Before. Again. Which he gave us in Christ before the ages began. How's that? And which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher. When do you think was he, he was appointed? B. Oh. Are you still there? But I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that He's able to guard it until that day that has been entrusted to me. Contemporary English Version puts it this way, it says, Don't be ashamed to speak for our Lord, and don't be ashamed of me just because I'm in jail for saving Him. Use the power that comes from God and join with me in suffering for telling the good news. God saved us and chose us to be holy people. We did nothing to deserve this. But God planned it because he's so kind. Even before time began, God planned for Christ Jesus to show kindness to us. Are you still there, Buzalem? I need the grace of God. You know what you should do? Receive it. It was already provided. God intending to maintain our state of blessedness, he instructed Adam in Genesis 3, 16 to 17, you may surely eat from every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. You shall surely Remember what we said. Death means what? Separate. So God implied that there will be no inherent unity between his nature and Adam's nature anymore. When God created man, he breathed into him. You remember that? So there was unity of spirit. So when man thinks, he thinks the thought of when he does, he does what God would do. Why? Because God and men are one. But when Adam dies, that unity is broken. Are you following? So Adam is now what? Spiritually separated from God. What does that mean? He is dead. He died to God. Sin brought death. And without sin, death would not be there. Romans 5.12 tells us, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, sin came through Adam. Death came through sin. So without sin, there's no death. Without disobeying God, there's no sin. Are you following what's our problem? Do you realize why do you keep getting yourself into all kinds of problems? Because when you disobey God, you sin. When you sin, what are you bring into your life? And so it says, and death through sin, and so death spread to all because all sinned. How did all sin? Because all were in Adam. All became sinners. We disobeyed God in Adam, we became what? Sinners. When we become sinners, death has right on us. Are you following, sense? But what is sin? That's why we're going to stop today. Sin is any failure to conform to the moral law of God in act, attitude, and nature. You know that that thing that we say? Sin is missing the mark. Sin is missing what God intended. So sin must not just be seen as he kills people. No, no, no. Sin is the fact that God puts something as a mark here and he says, go and hit the mark. And when you hit How many of you play golf? Wow. Clearly, then, we don't have people with money in this church. Father, I pray. (laughs) Jesus, I pray, won't you bless the people in this church abundantly? No wonder we don't have money to give for the building. I pray, Jesus, may you increase their purses, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, not in size, but in money. Nobody plays golf in this church. <laughs> My God. You know people who play golf. When yeah. I'm mm. busy traffic there for Pharaoh, when I they like... <laughs> and then when they are doing patting, I yeah? to So when you miss, you, you understand what sin means. There is a target. You miss the target. You have sinned. Are you following? So God has a moral law. Has a way in which people must live. When you miss that law, you have sinned. Whether you miss it by committing the wrong one. You know those people... They are left with a goalkeeper. And everybody is already celebrating their goal. And guess what he does? He still kicks the ball, but not into... how many of you have listened to soccer Radio? In, 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 in Radio' suit in those days, they will say, "I'm sure in any other life, I pizza." And we are all waiting because you have to hear the call in the and then I beat it. You've never heard that. Like this guy hits the ball. What a shot! Oh my word! Oh my word! It went about anything. That's already, all right. So he has still, he committed sin. He did the act, but the wrong. Are you following? So that is the sin of commission. You do what you are not supposed to do. And the sin of omission is, he comes. You know that thing? When do you think he's going to head it? And he just passes. And you see the eyes going with it. You think. He missed. He did not do what he was supposed to. What do we call that? The sin of omission. You have omitted. So in act, when we act, we can do what God says we must not do. Are you following In attitude, when God says forgive and you choose not to forgive, you are already in sin. Are you you realizing that? And when we talk about nature, we are corrupt without God. So let me read what the, the sin of Adam has done for us. Three things and then we are done. Number one, the sin or two, let me just read two, the rest will... When Adam sinned, as sinners, we have inherited guilt. We are counted guilty because of Adam's sin. You understand? So when you say you are a sinner, we say already before God you are guilty, before you do anything. Why? Because you are a sinner. Does that make sense? Inherited guilt. So, which means even if you do good things, you are still killed. That's why it's a useless thing to stand at the funeral. <laughs> hey, but the Lord was a good guy. He never even had a, yeah. anyone. <laughs> Let me tell you we are saved by grace through faith. It is not by works and not having uh, with anyone. Because we are still guilty. We have inherited what? Guilt. Are you? Last one. Inherited corruption. We have a sinful nature because of Adam's sin. That is why we'll we'll talk about it next week. In Genesis 6, God says, I regret I have Created human beings, because the inclinations of their hearts all the time are towards evil, and you don't need anyone to teach you that as sinners we are born corrupt. How many of you have taken your kids to school? Those who have kids. Okay, let's put it this way: How many of you your parents send you to school? At least none of you, some of you didn't go to school. I need to talk to your parents. Your parents sent you to school. Okay, question. How many of you were sent to school to learn how to sin? To sin. Not sin. Who be. Eh? Yeah? No one. Why did you just start sinning? Who taught you? You understand what Adam has done to us. Therefore, when we fell, we inherited corruption. A two-year-old, full of sugar, still in sugar. When they come, their eyes start glowing, sinful eyes. It's not me. I didn't do it. Do what? Hasan Hasen. Who said anything about sugar? Let's stand up. You see where we are, saints? Can we pray for someone who wants to go back to Zamunda? Eh? Who wants to go back and say, I'm actually better than what I am now. Because in Christ Jesus... I'm a new creation, but without Jesus, can I tell you, you are already guilty before God and you are corrupt. So if you are here today and you are not born again, but you say, I want to be a child of God today, you just lift your hand where you are.